You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack, and this episode is brought to you by On Location. On Location is the official hospitality partner of the NFL. It is the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Visit onlocationexp.com SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl On Location. Folks, our, basket, our men's basketball team uh, beat up on Bethune-Cookman. Well, I wouldn't say beat up on, but they beat Bethune-Cookman. Um, they beat Bethune-Cookman 65-48. to They needed a, a big second half to do so as we only led uh, by five at halftime. And we're going to talk about the game a little bit. But there's also something that I want to talk about with our fans that I've already discussed before, but I'm still seeing it. And it's not just the fans. It's, it's some of the media too. But the pessimism around this team is confusing. So first of all, let's talk about uh, the actual game in and of itself, right? Before we get into all the other stuff, I mean, honestly, I think that this was a pretty good uh, performance by the team for the most part. I think some of our players that we count on uh, big time did not show up in any way, shape, form, or fashion. So, for example, if we're looking at uh, the trio of Cam Hayes, Thomas Allen, and Breon Pass, I mean, they couldn't throw a rock in the ocean, from the beach tonight, right? Like, that's just what happened. That's just what happened. That isn't me disrespecting these guys or saying that they're trash or saying, listen, they had a tough shooting night, okay? They had a tough shooting night, and that's fine. Those three having a, a really bad night is, it's not something that is like, oh, my God. I. It's not something that's the worst thing in the world, but it, it definitely made it much harder on this team to win the game. Like that, it just objectively did, right? You're not going to see this team as they're currently constructed have massive blowout wins when everybody doesn't play well. One of the best parts of this team is the depth. And yet, when we have our starting point guard, when we have our two of our guys that are uh, supposed to be coming in off the bench, shooting the way that they did tonight, I mean, what do you expect? What do you expect? Our guy off the bench who played the most minutes in Thomas Allen um, shooting the way that they did. Again, those three combined to go three of 20 from the floor. I kid you not. Cam Hayes added in four free throws, but again, they went three of 20. I am not lying to you. I am not exaggerating here. That's the reality of what happened there. So when I'm looking at that, I'm saying to myself, okay, well, I mean, there are worse things in the world. But still, and all between all three of them, two turnovers to two assists between those three guards. So again, there's there is a lot going on there. And the only player that I'm like, I have not seen you perform and show up better than that on the college stage yet, Breon Pass. I haven't seen him. He's starting off his career on a really, really tough shooting slump. But with that being said, if he turns this thing around or when those shots start to fall for him, I mean, if if he is what everybody said he is, if he is the guy that everybody said he is as far as putting the ball in the basket, when those shots start falling for him, he's going to be dangerous. He's going to be outright dangerous. 
So this game, uh, of course, another double double for Darian Sebron. He led um, he led all scores with 16 and led all players uh, with 14 rebounds. And so, you know, this this team they came away with a win. At the end of the day, they came away with a win. Um, Terquavian Smith had another game in double digits. He's starting to figure it out. He's starting to, his first game as a starter. He's starting to figure this thing out now. I'm telling you, this is he's looking good. He's looking good because he was our second leading scorer uh, with 14, and so he was tied for the uh, second lead score in the game with Mr. French of Bethune Cookman. Uh, with Joe French of Bethune Cookman. So with that being said, this team, they're doing what they have to do. Dewana is throwing away shots at a prolific rate. As I've already said, this is to go from Manny to him is is really, really a, just a great job. Just a great job of having guys ready. Because we all said, man, where's the rim protection going to be? Where's the rim protection going to come from with Manny out? And Dewana said, oh, don't worry. Don't worry. I got it. I got it. I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. And he has. He has. With an eight-block game uh, in in the past, with a four-block game here, he's doing what he's supposed to do. He is doing what he is supposed to do. And at the end of the day, I know some people are going to say, oh, that's a winning seven, but soon Kickman team coming in, and uh, this team hasn't beat anybody good. Listen, like I said during football season, Beating bad teams is hard. Doing what you're supposed to do against bad teams is not easy. I don't I don't know how many different ways I can say that. I don't know. The Texas Southern team that we beat that everybody said was so terrible, so horrible, beat Florida. And there were some folks who tweeted out, oh my God, we're only up. 10 points against a Bethune-Cookman team, and we've got number one Purdue coming up. Purdue lost to Rutgers. A 4-4 four and four Rutgers team that ain't beat nobody either and before that game. So, with that being said, I again, I don't understand the pessimism. I don't understand the, the ridiculousness of... Oh, this team is just so terrible. Oh, this this squad is just so bad. What do you gain from it? What do you gain from it? And I'm not one of those people that works under the belief that, oh, well, if you talk nicely to a team, they'll perform better. If you set their expectations higher, studies have shown that when you tell kids they'll do better on tests, they have statistically done better than kids who said they were gonna who heard they were gonna fail. I, I don't buy that. Don't get me wrong, that is a real thing that happened with children and the self-fulfilling prophecy thing. But those are children. We're talking about uh, young men who have trained for this, who have prepared for this, who are have, have everything as far as, you know, you have different speakers come in. You have different uh, positive self-talk guys like Kevin Elko and whatnot come in. These guys are going to be what they're going to be. So I'm not subscribing to the idea that we need to talk nicer in order to make the team better. But I want to know from the fan standpoint, what, what do you gain? What do you gain? I'm a Detroit Lions fan. You understand? I'm a Detroit Lions fan. Other than the years that Jim Caldwell was there, there has been precious little to celebrate. 
as a Lions fan. We are celebrating our first win as if we won the Super Bowl in week 12. In week 12. So with that being said, it, it becomes very clear to me when people ask me, well, how are you a Lions fan? How do you deal with, with all that goes on and all that heartbreak? I say it's not heartbreak. I'm realistic. I know when it's going to be a good year, when it's going to be a bad year. I know. I know those things. I I know I have an inkling. I knew as soon as Matt Patricia got there, I knew that that was going to be a bad team. I knew it. I knew it as soon as I saw it. With the roster largely the same, I knew it was going to be bad. How did you know it was going to be bad? Well, very simply, because we got rid of a player's coach for a guy who wants to be a disciplinarian with none of the results to back it up. So when I'm looking at this NC State team, yes, the writing on the wall is there. Sure. A team that already was deprived of bigs, losing one of the best bigs in the nation, honestly, one of the top five bigs in the nation, as far as name recognition, with the knowledge that people have about college basketball these days, especially for guys who aren't one and done, you look at the scenario and you see Players who stay for a while, players who do things well in college for a while, they gain a a lot of notoriety, especially bigs in college basketball. So with that being said, Manny Bates is undoubtedly one of the five best or would be talked about as one of the five best. We lost him on a team that couldn't afford to lose bigs. Is this shaping up to be a long season? Possibly. Very possibly so. Very possibly so. Am I expecting this team to win 25 games? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Not there at all. Not going to lie to you and say I'm expecting that. But what does the pessimism do? You can be realistic and say, you know what, this this is probably going to be a long year and accept that, but you don't have to broadcast to the world, oh my God, we're in a close game. Guess what? It's college basketball. The guys on the other side of the ball, guess what? The guys who who are wearing the other jerseys, they're on scholarship too. (gasps) What? Yeah, those guys. Those guys in the Bethune-Cookman jerseys, the Wildcats, guess what? They're on scholarship too. So, yes, you would want to beat the brakes off a team like this. Sure. Sure, absolutely. But, again, it's very early in the season And we're just writing this team off, dismissing them so early, treating them like they're yesterday's garbage. And for what? What do you gain? What do you gain? I I don't get it. I very genuinely don't get it. But one thing that you should get is let's talk about, let's talk for a minute about kicking things up a notch for the big game. The Grand State, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 56 at SoFi is less than 100 days away. And on location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to score a -a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience packets to the big game. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with college stars turned NFL legends Troy Aikman, Marcus Allen, Tim Brown, Akbar, Jabir, uh, the DM from the Packers, who was great for a long time. I, I'm sorry. I know I'm a Lions fan, but I could never get his name down. Anyway, and more, plus accommodations at five-star LA hotels and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. 
That's onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. Also, let me tell you all about NetSuite. NetSuite is helping you with visibility and how to run your business. Imagine if you had a putt to win a championship and you couldn't sink it because on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Don't have poor visibility by relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software. You need to see the full picture. For over 27,000 businesses, NetSuite is already their preferred finance software. And right now through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financial program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash LockedOnNCAA. Again, head to NetSuite.com slash LockedOnNCAA for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash LockedOnNCAA. So I'm off of that because I, I don't want to talk about um, the fans' pessimism or certain members of the media's pessimism anymore. It's just, I, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. And at this point, the, the folks who are that, more power to you. If that's how you want to run your show, if that's how you want to, um, you know, let let things rock and all that, more power to you. I just, it's disappointing. I don't understand it. I don't get it. But again, more power to you. Um, but what I do want to talk about is women's basketball for a second here, right? Because for years, people talked about, oh, well, we don't want to watch women's basketball because uh, there's no there's no parity in the game and, and UConn wins every game by a thousand. Well, look, looky here. Looky here. UConn has lost to a women's basketball team that was unranked in Georgia Tech. And that is their first loss against an unranked team. And I want to say it's over, well over 100 tries. Well over 100 tries. That's absolutely insane. Uh, but even more so, our, our women's basketball team has been taking on all comers this year. And we start off conference play with Pitt tonight at 6 p.m. Cannot wait to see that. It is going to be an exciting game. The Pitt Panthers bring some very interesting things of their own um, into this game. And let's make no bones about it, right? Pitt is not a, a horrible, excuse me, Pitt is not a horrible women's basketball team. Let's not sit up here and act like this is going to be, uh, if we don't win by a 1,000, then we're a bad team because, again, I know how some folks can get about things like this. But anywho, with that being said, um, this this is a pit team that's entering the game at 8-2, and two, and they've played some pretty good ball. They're a very up-tempo, high-scoring team, um, a, lot like what, a lot like what we dealt with uh, in Maryland, just not to that same extent. But they've got some ball players. They've got uh, some pretty good – players out there that can, I mean, they can get some things done at the end of the day, right? So this is a game that I'm expecting us to start off conference play strong. I'm expecting us uh, to do what we have to do in terms of um, keeping this team down. And, and at the end of the day, their offense more or less starts and stops uh, with Jayla Everett. She is the, the star of the show there, and, and rightfully so. I mean, she can do a little bit of it, everything offensively. Um, she is second on the team. She is first on the team, rather, in points per game by a decent margin. Uh, she's shooting 38% from three, 40% from the field. I mean, she's 
she's doing what she has to do. She's a, a definitely a sniper who does what she does and she does it well. But with that, oh, and defensively, she leads the team in uh, steal. She is fourth on the team in the sit. I'm sorry, fifth on the team in assists. Um, this pit team spreads the ball around a lot. They spread the ball around a lot, and that is what, uh, at the end of the day, allows them to be as good as they've been in many areas that they are excelling in. Because you never know who's gonna, you never know who who is gonna finish the playoff. This team is always looking for each other. And that starts with Emmy Hayford, uh, their junior point guard. She finds ways to get players the ball in, in positions that are good for them. It's it's pretty impressive. It's pretty impressive. Again, this is not a team that I'm expecting um, a, a super tough dogfight out of, but they are they're a good team, right? They're coming in um, they're coming in with an overwhelmingly winning record, not just because. Uh, they haven't played anybody. They've played some pretty good teams so far, right? They played a South Dakota team that was ranked last year. Uh, they played a Texas A&M team that, again, many people are thinking are going to be good this year. But they have a lot going for themselves, all right? Uh, the player that's probably going to be matched up on – the player that is probably going to be matched up on Alyssa Kunane, uh the most is their center, Rita Ibukwe. Uh, she's, she's a pretty good defender. She's a pretty good defender. She leads this team in blocks. She is the uh, she's the the big that sets the pace and sets the tone for this team more or less. Um, and Lauda King is the rebounder of the group. Uh, but they've got some bodies that they're probably going to throw at her to get physical. All in all, I think the difference for us. I think what will win this game for us is not only um, defensive fundamentals, but also I while they have a lot of players who can finish off plays, I don't think that they have many who can just create a bucket in the way that we do. Um, so anytime you've got Raina Perez and Diamond Johnson in the same backcourt, you've got an advantage over most teams. And that is the advantage that I believe we're going to press here. Because uh, while, while um, what is this young woman's name? I'm sorry, I'm the words are beating me up today. While Emmy Hayford is a very good distributor. While Sandrine Kleska is a very good distributor, neither one of those players are lockdown defenders that just strike fear into their opponent's hearts, that just make it hard on you everywhere you, you go. And that's what it's going to take to beat this team. Or some a very, very bad shooting night. Which, of course, I mean, that's always a case that can, you know, get you a quick L in basketball. But all in all, I think that our team is in pretty good shape here. Uh, I'm I'm going to love to see how this thing is done because, again, who knows? Who knows? Um, I believe that we'll win this game. I believe that we'll win handily. But, like I said, you could have a terrible shooting night like we had against South Carolina. And, again, when you watch that South Carolina game, South Carolina played good defense. Hats off to them. Aaliyah Boston played really good defense at the rim. Hats off to, to her. But with that being said, we did miss a ton of open shots. You know, so... At the end of the day, this is a team, if they're firing well, if they're shooting well, I really think it's going to be really, really tough uh, for anybody to find a way to get a win up off of us, especially, especially, especially uh, at home as this game is looking to be. Like, that's that's just the reality of, of what I'm thinking here. Um, oh, I'm sorry. We're going to be on the road for this game. But, again, I... Still, even on the road, I don't think that this would be 
a situation where uh, we're not going to be prepared for that because this is a very veteran uh, team. So I think we'll be just fine going on the road and, and handling our business. Um, but if you want to take care of handling your business at home, make sure that you get some made-in cookware. How does your favorite restaurant consistently make such delicious food? The short answer, they have access to the right kitchen tools. With made-ins, professional quality cookware and kitchenware, anyone is capable of making restaurant quality food at home. Right now, Locked On, right now, Made In is offering listeners 15% off your first order with promo code Locked On. That's the best discount available anywhere online for Made In products. Made In is professional quality cookware for those who love to cook. Made In products are made to last and they offer a lifetime guarantee. So go to madeincookware.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on for 15% off your first order. Again, that's madeincookware.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on. Also, let me tell you all about betonline.ag. BetOnline has you covered for all this season's all the seasons, uh, props, odds, and lines, because they have more than ever before as so many different sports seasons continue to march on uh, with football headed to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop and, uh, or I'm sorry, head to the new updated website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. From basketball to football to NHL to boxing and UFC to right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. So we're about to land this thing, but again, I am very confused about. Um, we won this game by 15 points. We were only up by five at halftime. I understand why there was some concern there. But I don't understand the outright pessimism, the outright this team is just uh, gloom and doom and we got to wear bags over our heads. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't. Again, as a diehard Lions fan, when people ask me how I do it, I just stay realistic. I accept the team for what they are. And it's crazy that I'm saying this about a team that's seven and two. That's the craziest part to me. Again, the the losses that y'all are predicting haven't even started rolling in yet. I could understand if if we were like two and seven. I get that. This team is seven and two. And even if your your idea is, oh, well, we've only played cupcakes to inflate the record. Okay. And we've still won those games. And some of the teams that we've beat, multiple teams that we've beat have beat teams in our conference, have beat teams who are ranked. So what are we saying here? Come on, man. I, I just, again, I really and truly don't get it. Uh, women's basketball preparing to start ACC play on the road at Pitt tonight at 6. I, I can't wait to see it. I think uh, that it's going to be a great time, and I think that our women are going to prevail and, and do so handily. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate you every single time, Wolfpack Nation. Peace and love, y'all. And as always... Go Pack. You are Locked On NC State. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.